So, Beryl, could I come over to your house? Sure, Sammy. That's probably the best idea. I mean, your house is a nice place and all, and, and I think that, that we could probably work there too, but I, I, I'd rather be home tonight. Okay, great. What time should I come? How about, why don't you come over after supper, maybe around 6.30? Perfect. I'll make sure to eat supper before and come over at 6.30. Do you have everything we need? I think so. I mean, we're supposed to be making a poster. I have poster paper. I have magic markers. and You can't have magic markers. Why not, Sammy? Because it's us. What? It's us with the magic markers? That's right. Don't you remember? We learned in Kitsu Shokhan What did we learn in Kitsu Shokhan You don't remember? Beryl, I thought you were paying attention. Oh, I forgot. What did you forget? Remember the day that you were looking out the window and Rebbe called on you and asked you what the next word was? The day? When, what day was that? Today? Oh. <laughs> I don't know. Today you were very spacey. Um, I mean, I mean that in a bad way. In a, in a good way. You were spacey in a good way. And you were like like out in outer space. And, and Rebbe calling you and asked you what the next word was. And Rebbe asked you and you didn't know. Oh, right. And I lost that big prize. That's right. Rebbe was giving away a free soda to whoever knew the next word. And he called on you and you didn't know. And you lost your free soda. Why did you have to remind me? I, I, well, my point was, we were learning Kitzer about the halacha of lo sinachashu. Gesundheit. No, 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 no. Beryl, Beryl, lo sinachashu doesn't have to do with sneezing. I mean, I did think that also when Rebbe started, but it has to do with not doing magical kind of stuff. That you can't do things with magic, and, and then the Kitzer talks about you can't do magic. So you can't have magic markers in your house. Well, they aren't really magic. No. I mean, they're markers. Oh. There's no magic involved? I, I don't think so. Then why are they called magic markers? Um, maybe because you, you take it and you make a mark with it and it looks like magic? I don't know. I thought Rebbe said that even magicians who do, who do these tricks, like they pretend things happen and they really didn't happen. Even that, uh, what did he call it? He called it, um, he called it, um, the slight of the nose, the slight of, the slight of, uh, the slight, I think it's called the slight of the hand. Oh, slight of hand or something? Yeah, right. He said it's not allowed. Even that's not allowed. Because even to do something that looks like magic is, is not allowed. Oh, Sammy, I have a kasha. Yeah, Beryl, what's your kasha? Oh, oh, what's your kasha? Did your mother ever ask you, to say the magic word. You're right. <gasps> I can't believe it. I now have to probably bring five carbon chattases. And maybe five, probably like a hundred carbon chattases. I better not ever say the magic word ever again. Because if I do, then I'm going to have to... Whatever, Sammy. Uh, I'll see you at 6.30. Excellent. Sammy went home and he raced into his house, eager and excited to eat cookies, drink milk, and do his homework. And he had a lot extra time because there was no real special homework for the day because 
they had this big project to make this poster. And he ran into the house. And he came screeching to a halt at the table in the kitchen. And he pulled off the first cookie and the second cookie. And there were only two cookies on the plate. And he heard stomping upstairs. Chaim probably came before me and ate all the rest of the cookies. Ma! Sammy called in a loud voice. His mother came in from the dining room. Yes, Sammy, there's no need to yell. Ma, I I need more cookies. Whoa, Sammy, what's the magic word? I'm sorry, Mommy. Ima, I don't say the magic word. Oh, really? Okay, young man. Well, then I don't give you more cookies. But Ma, now you have two reasons to say the magic word. Number one is, you want cookies. And number two is, you have a mitzvah of kibud av vo'em. Because your mother said that you need to say the magic word. Ma? Yes, Sammy. Is it um, possible that um, uh, we learned in school differently? Differently? Uh, is it possible my Rebbe told me that I don't have to do kibud av aim? What? Your Rebbe said you don't... We had a conversation about this other times and your Rebbe was always very into keep it up. I mean, I mean, I don't mean in general, but I mean, I mean now. Sammy, are you saying that your Rebbe said, Talmidim, when you get home from school and you're in the kitchen with your mother, you don't have to do keep it up aim? Is that what your Rebbe said? Not exactly. What did your Rebbe say? Well, Ma, the problem is, if I tell you what my Rebbe said, then it might be a violation of the mitzvah of Kibbutz Aim. Sammy, I don't understand. On the one hand, you told me that you don't have to do Kibbutz Aim. On the other hand, you told me that you do have to do Kibbutz Aim. Which one is it? Well, okay. Uh, basically, my Rebbe taught us that let's say your parents want you to eat not kosher. So, you don't have to listen to them. So, I don't have to listen to you about saying the magic word. I'm not asking you to eat not kosher, Sammy. What are you talking about? Well, but the magic word is not kosher. No. The magic word is please. <laughs> That's not what I meant, Ma, Ima. I didn't mean, I didn't mean not kosher. I, I meant... Right, the magic word is please. When you say please, you can have more cookies. But Ma, Ima, is it possible that it's usher to use a magic word? Why? Because I was just talking to Beryl about magic markers. Yeah. And we decided that it's really usher to use magic markers. But the markers that he has aren't really magic, so you can use them. But the word that Mommy, Ima, you want me to say is really magic. It is. Yeah, because if I don't say the word, then I can't get cookies. And all of a sudden when I say the word, magically I get cookies. So it's a magic word, and I can't say magic words, because <laughs> you're not allowed to do magic. Fine, Sammy. I don't need you to say the magic word. Oh, Baruch Hashem. I need you to do me a favor. If you want cookies, could you please say a word from the Torah? A word from the Torah to get cookies? For sure! I'll, I'll, I'll say the word from there. Um, um, Vayomer. It's word from there. 
No, I don't want you to say that word. Um, 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 Moshe. That's a word from the Torah. Nope. Chaim. Nope. Um, Sammy. No, I mean, I mean, that's not a word from the Torah. Um, the Torah word. Let me just a word from the Torah. Oh, I know, I know, I know, I know. Probably, probably, uh, we learned in school today. Bini Bechor Yisrael. And I'm your Bechor. You're not my Bechor, Sammy. Oh, that's right. Yeah, actually, I wanted to ask you about that. Is it really true that you love Chaim more than you love me just because he was born first? I mean, it's not my fault I wasn't born first. And anyway, do you really love Chaim more than me? I mean, come on. <laughs> Chaim's Chaim and not me. And uh, No, no, no. Uh, Sammy, I want you to say the two-letter word in the Torah. Oh, two letters. Oh, Lee. Uh, oh, Lee Cookies. No, Sammy, that's not what I want you to say. What, what, what two letters? Oh, um, me, me cookies. <laughs> that's like a Torah word. To... No, Sammy, no. But Ma, I really don't know. How about the word no? No. Oh, but, but Ma, I learned the word no sometimes means mm, partially cooked. I think it partially bow. Mm. My Rebbe said that later on in Parsha's boat, no, it means partially cooked. I, I don't want cookies that are not totally. Actually, maybe I do. That's like ice cream with cookie dough. It's like the cookie dough is not cooked. Oh, okay, fine. No, no cookies. Here you go. Uh, Ma? Yes, Sammy. Is thank you a magic word? No, Sammy. All right, because you get it, already got the stuff and you say thank you. It Nothing happens. Okay, but thank you, Ma. You're welcome, Sammy. Oh, well, Sammy ate his cookies with a gusto. He went outside the plane. He was running around and doing all the kinds of things kids love to do when they have free time. And he was throwing the ball off the steps. And he was throwing the ball off the window. And he was throwing the ball through the... Through, oh, my. Sorry, Ma. <laughs> I didn't mean to throw it through the window. That wasn't my intention. It just kind of happened. <clears throat> and then it was time for supper. And Sammy ate supper very quickly. What's your rush, Sammy? Well, Ma, I'm supposed to go to Barrel's house to work on a poster at 6.30 and it's, and, and it's already 6 o'clock. I don't want to be late. Sammy, Barrel lives around the corner. Yeah, but there might be traffic. Could I leave now? Uh, why don't you leave in a few minutes? Sammy waited three minutes. Okay, Ma, I'm going. It was a few minutes. It was three minutes. And All right, Sammy. Hopefully Barrel will let you in the house. And Sammy raced over to Barrel's house. He knocked on the door. And Beryl answered the door. Oh, Sammy. Oh, I, I, I wasn't expecting you till 6.30. Is it a problem? Um, I, I, I guess not. Great. Perfect. And why are you dressed up so fancy? Like you're wearing the fancy, your fancy Shabbos shirt. And I see you're wearing Shabbos shoes and, and a beautiful pair of pants. Well, what's going on? Um, nothing. Uh, um, wh- well, whatever. Sammy walked into the house with Beryl, and he was schmoozing with Beryl, and Sammy stopped and he said, you know, Beryl, if if I didn't know better, I'd think it's Shabbos, because your table, your table has has a beautiful tablecloth on it. And, and on your table, wow, those are beautiful silver containers, and I see you have those crystal cups that's what my mother told me they're called. Those glass cups are called crystals. And you have some china set up and some cake in the middle. Wow. 
Hmm. It really looks fit. Do you like set your table on Sunday in order to wait for Shabbos? Like Zachar Siyama Shabbos Lakacha, the whole week you think about Shabbos, so you set your table on Sunday? Not exactly. And today's not Sunday. I know, but I was thinking maybe you set it on Sunday. And it's, no, it's just, um, it's kind of complicated. Wow. Awesome. Then Beryl's parents came down the steps. All right, Beryl, could you make sure that there's seltzer on the table? Oh, Sammy, you're here. Yeah, I- I'm here. I'm not home. I'm, I'm here. Oh, uh, uh, we weren't expecting you so early. We thought you were going to come at around 6.30. Well, I was worried I'll be late, so I, I came. Is that okay? Uh, oh, for sure, yeah, for sure. Why are you guys dressed so fancy? I see I see you have you have a beautiful suit on, and and I see that you're, you, Mrs. Beryl, you're wearing a beautiful shaitel. Thank you very much. Well, but you normally wear a snood. Thank you very much. So, um, why are you wearing a shaitel? Are you going somewhere? Oh, no, no, we're not going anywhere. Interesting, interesting. Okay. At 6.10, Sammy was sitting in the living room. Beryl said he had to take care of a couple things. And Sammy saw Beryl's sister, his older sister. He said, Ah, oh, Shoshana, nice to see you. Oh, Sa- uh, uh, Sammy, oh. Um, does Beryl know you're here? Yeah, yeah, he invited me over. He invited you over? Yeah, I mean, I came a little early. I was supposed to be here at 6.30, and I came at, at 6 instead. Oh, boy. Is everything okay? I mean, I see you're dressed up also pretty fancy. Uh, yeah, everything's great. Thank you so much. I, I appreciate that. And she walked out of the room. At 6.15, the doorbell rang. Ding dong, ding dong, ding dong. I'll get it, Sammy shouted. No, no, don't get it, Sammy, don't get it, <clears throat> Beryl said. Oh, uh, uh, my parents are getting it. Oh, okay, great, excellent. And Sammy went back to the living room to continue reading. And he heard some voices in the hallway. The voice of Sammy's, uh, the voice of Beryl's father, and the voice of another man. And then he heard them walking down the little hallway to the dining room. And he heard the chairs in the dining room slide back. And he heard them slide forward. And Sammy was just so curious. He couldn't contain himself. And so, Sammy got up from his seat in the living room and he quietly made his way through the hallway to the dining room and there in the dining room he saw sitting at the table Beryl's father Beryl's mother a boy he never saw a boy he never saw a a, a, a a yeshiva bucker he never ever met. A yeshiva bucker he never. Beryl, Sammy said to Beryl, who was also sitting at the table. Beryl. One second, Sammy, Beryl said. Uh, Beryl's father turned to the bucker. Uh, I'd like you to meet one of our neighbors. His name is Sammy. Uh, this is Shachna. Oh, Shalom Aleichem. Shachna said, Aleichem Shalom, nice to meet you. Are you a relative? Are you a cousin? Are, are you maybe uh, you maybe an uh, 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 uncle or an aunt? I mean, <laughs> I meant to say, are you maybe like a relative or something? No, no, I'm just, I'm just visiting. We're just schmoozing. 
Very nice, very nice. Excellent, wonderful. Um, Sam, you know, Beryl's father said, maybe uh, I could think of, uh, of a good solution here. A good solution for what? Well, well, we're trying to have a little conversation here with the little family over here, with Beryl and with uh, my wife and me and uh, Shachna and, uh, and Shoshana. Is, she's walking in right now as she walked into the room. Maybe, maybe you want to maybe take a, a bottle of water that's on the table over here and maybe some uh, stickle cake and take it with you. And why don't you go sit on the couch in the living room and, and read and, and Beryl will be there in a couple of minutes. Oh, okay. I, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to intrude. No, no, it's not intrusion. It's just we, 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 we were having a meeting or something. Uh, is this, it, it, are, are you, are you, are, are you maybe in Shaduchim, Shachna? <laughs> Shachna's face turned a little bit of red and Shoshana's face turned a little bit of red. Yeah, you know, I, 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 yeah, whatever. Uh, I, 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 yeah, I'm, 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 I'm talking to, to Beryl's father over here about, about maybe trying to help me find the Shidduch. Oh, yeah, I heard Beryl's father is very good at Shidduchim. Yeah, I heard he made a, made a few Shidduchim. Very good. I'm very impressed. Okay. And Sammy leaned over to take himself a piece of cake and a bottle of water. And, of course, because he was so, so interested in making a good impression, he reached down to tuck his shirt in because his shirt started to flap out. And he tucked his shirt in and... And he grabbed, gently, of course, a bottle of water. And he said, I'm sorry I didn't say the magic word, but I had a conversation with Beryl, but I'll say no. Okay. Thanks. Um, and thank you. And then, with the bottle of water in one hand, a nice piece of cake in the other, he started to walk away from the table. He didn't want to walk away too slowly because he realized that they didn't really want him in the room. And so he turned and he started to walk away rapidly. And he heard gasps behind him. And he heard Beryl's mother start to say, Sammy, stop. But he didn't want to because he felt like he was intruding. And so he quickly moved forward to the doorway of the dining room. He heard loud sounds of things falling to the floor, glass breaking, metal ringing, and sobs coming from Mrs. Beryl. Sammy could not contain himself. He turned around the tablecloth. Hey, Beryl, what happened to the tablecloth? It's not on the table anymore. Sammy, Beryl said, the tablecloth is in your shirt, in my shirt. And he looked down, and he saw that he had tucked the tablecloth with his shirt into his belt. And when he had turned and started to walk away, he had pulled the entire tablecloth off the table, dislodging all the things that were on it. Shachna's pants were covered in chocolate cake. Shoshana's dress looked like it took a bath in seltzer. And Sammy was ready for Beryl's family to yell at him, to scream at him, to chase him out of the house. When suddenly Shoshana began to laugh. She said, Ay, Sammy, 
I really appreciate that. This is so funny, don't you think so, Shachna? And Shachna nodded, and he started to laugh. Sammy, well, even though he appreciated it, he was still a little bit embarrassed. And Sammy said to Beryl, Beryl, and Beryl started to laugh. And Sammy started to laugh. And Beryl's parents were laughing. Look at this mess. <laughs> it's so funny. Oh my goodness. Chocolate cake all over the floor. Who would imagine? Um, is it possible, Sammy said after a few minutes, that I can go home and change? Yes, sure, sure, Beryl said. Come back when you're ready. And Sammy ran home to change. When he came back, he saw a big sign at the front door. And it said, Mazel Tov, Shachna, and Shoshana. Sammy knocked. Beryl opened the door. Mazel Tov, Mazel Tov, L'chaim, L'chaim. L'chaim? That's right, L'chaim. Mazel Tov. My sister is a Kala. Really? To who? To Shachna. You mean the guy who was at the table? Yeah. Really? Oy vey. What's oy vey? I kind of covered him with chocolate cake. Yeah, but that's exactly the amazing thing of the whole story. You know what? You know what he said? He said that he was going to wait for one more time just to make sure that, that he, he liked my sister's meadows. He was not, he was just wanting to be a hundred percent sure. And when she started to laugh at the fact that you knocked all the stuff at the floor, he, he said that was such a display of good meadows. Because she didn't yell at you and scream at you and say, you ruined her time, you ruined her dress, and, and, and that is what my sister is. She's such a good, sweet little girl. She's a little girl. No, I meant she's like a great person. I mean, and that's what my sister is. She's so sweet. And, and, and because of that, he said he's gonna decide right now and he's not gonna even have to, that he's gonna become engaged right away. And they didn't have to do anything and go out anymore. Wow. You mean, you mean, I was the Shadchan? I, I guess, because because of you, they became engaged today. Wow, that's amazing. Can I come inside? Sure, come on in, come on in. And Sammy came in, and he wished Shachna Mazel Tov, Mazel Tov, Mazel Tov. And Shachna said, oh, Mazel Tov, thank you very much, thank you very much. Oh, by the way, uh, do you want some chocolate cake? As he pulled it off his pants. No, no, thanks, I'm, I'm good, thanks. Um, and he turned to Shoshana, Shoshana, Mazel Tov, Mazel Tov. And she said, oh, Sammy, thank you so much for all your help. Ah, I'm glad I had the opportunity. He turned to Beryl's parents and he said, Mr. Beryl? Yeah? I, I understand that I was helpful in the Shidduch. Avada, Mamish, Mamish, you, you, you gave an opportunity for, for our family to display good midas and not get mad at you and to just deal with you nicely, especially Shoshana, to treat you properly, even though you did uh, kind of mess up the entire scene that we were trying to create. And that was really impressive to Shachna, and Shachna was said that that was that was the sign that it was the right family to marry into. Uh, so he so that's why they're engaged. So I was kind of like a shadchan, right? Yeah, yeah, mama shadchan, mama shadchan. So I, I I learned a halacha. The Rebbe told us in class one day. It came up in conversation about Maseches Kedushin. The Rebbe told us that there's a concept that when a person helps another person find his shidduch. And he's the Shadchan, which is the word that describes a person helping another person find the Shidduch. Yeah. So he, he gets paid for his job. It's called Shadchanus. <laughs> and and Marebi said that Shadchanus is sometimes $1,000, sometimes it's uh, $5,000. It depends on the situation. 
Now I, I know that I didn't do the whole shidduch, so so I was thinking maybe five hundred dollars is fair. Uh, what? Maybe five hundred dollars. I think it's a fair amount for shatchanis. And after all, it's because of me that they got engaged so quickly. And uh, and, uh, and 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 you agree that I was a shatchan, and Beryl agrees I was a shatchan, and Shachna agrees I was a shatchan, and Shoshana agrees I was a shatchan. And so, so I, I think I think I should get shatchanis. All right, I'll tell you what, Sammy. Yeah. Um, first, clean up the entire mess. The entire mess, including this cake that's now smooshed into the floor. Okay. And then, after you clean the entire mess, come to me, and we could talk again about Shadchanus. Okay, Givaldik. Uh, but I have to do my poster. It's due tomorrow. It's your choice. Uh, uh, can I first do my poster and then clean up? No. By the time you've done your poster, you're going to have to go to sleep. Go home. Um, um, uh, um, it's your choice. You can take Shadchanus. Or you can take an F on your poster. Uh, Beryl? Yes, Sammy. I'll tell you what. I have a great idea. Yeah. If you help me clean up, I'll split the Shadchanas with you 50-50. You'll get 250, I'll get 250. And we'll still have time to do the poster. Good idea. Hey, but that's not what I... I that, that wasn't my plan. Beryl's father said, no, I, I didn't agree to that. Ta, I can't wait. Ah, $250. Ta, why don't you go find the money in the bank right now? See you later. Okay, Ta, let's go. And Sammy and Beryl cleaned up the room spotless. And they did their poster beautiful. And when they came to Beryl's father for the check, he said, Um, um, uh, uh, let's talk to a Rav. And I don't know what the Rav decided. Maybe we'll have to find out the next time. This story is based on a true Misa that's brought down about Rabchatzko Abramsky. Rabchatzko was by the house of his future Kala, and the Kala's father was fahering him for three whole days. And after the faher, the Kala's father said, Geshmak, I'm ready to close the Shidduch. And Rabramsky said, I'm not. I want to meet the Kala. And the father said, You want to meet my daughter? Why do you want to meet my daughter? We took care of everything. And he said, because during the past three days, you've given me faher. But I don't know about your daughter's midas. I don't know about her personality. I want to learn about them. So they made a date for the time where he's going to come back and see the daughter. When he came, he knocked on the door. The father opened the door. And punktlich, at that moment, an incredible thing took place. The table that had been set to impress Ramsky with the glasses of crystal and the china and the cakes and everything else, on a beautiful tablecloth, was suddenly destroyed as a little child pulled the tablecloth, making everything fall to the floor. And even without knowing that her future chassan was standing in the doorway, the kalamadal went over to the boy who pulled off the tablecloth, who was certainly quite distraught, and she appeased him and calmly, quietly dealt with him. When Harav Abramsky saw that, he told the father, I don't need to meet the kala. I see she has great midas. We're set. I'm ready to conclude the Shidduch. Wow, what an amazing story. I did take some liberty for the Sammy part of the story, but I hope you enjoyed the story. Thanks so much for listening. I really appreciate it.